0: What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and
1: things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going, What's going on with dance and stuff? Oh. Uh, well, we're recording it episode. who knows whether it's coming out this week, next, next week, week, the week after. We don't, we, we don't, I mean. And we want you to know that. That's, that's to, that's the forward to this play we're about to do. Well, this radio play.
0: Because Jeremy is going to Marrakesh that's crazy so we have to record we have to we have to get all of our content done now
1: he really goes to the best places
0: have you ever been there
1: no i've never been all the places he goes are so exotic i just can't imagine
0: but when you were because i was talking to neil about his travels with trisha He, he did you ever go to athens
1: um i've been there but not for dancing
0: oh why did you go there
1: Yars and yars ago, Uh
0: this is a story. (laughs) Yay, Um, a story. All my
1: best friends were dancing for Lion's Ballet, Laurel Key and Drew Jacoby, Brett Conway, etc. And they had this weird situation where they were performing in Europe, and then there was like a two-week break in between European engagements. So they gave the company the option, like, you can fly back, or you can just stay in Europe on your own dime and meet up in Germany or whatever. So most of the people just stayed in Europe and had a two-week vacation. Drew and Laurel and Josh went to Spain. And um, that's where Drew told the ice cream lady she wanted more. Do you remember that story? Uh Uh-uh. What's
0: that story? Was that in the... Jeremy's trimming plan. I don't know.
1: Drew was, was, you know, topless on the beach in Spain, and then they went to get ice cream. She and her husband, Josh, Uh pre-baby, and then the ice cream lady didn't give her as much ice cream as she gave to Josh, and so she looked at the ice cream lady. She has no Spanish, and she just said, mas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And did the ice cream lady
0: say why she gave her less? No, but I um, think she
1: did give her more. Oh, that's good. And um, it was also where Drew and Josh got called stupid tourists. Stupid tourists. By who? Just a person. Oh, if you're, yeah. You know, someone like you and I. Right. Marius. Absolutely. Um, and then, okay, so long story short, the three, Laurel, Drew, and Josh go to Spain. They go to Greece. Mm-hmm. Nope, they go through Paris. I meet them in Paris. Mm-hmm. How old were you? 24. Mm, <sighs> And then we fly to Greece mm. together. I leave my digital camera in the plane. Oh, that must have been heartbreaking for you because oh, you
0: loved taking photos. I had
1: already taken a million beautiful photos yeah. in Paris. Yeah. My first trip to Paris. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful First trip photos. on my Canon Elf, I took uh-huh. a million pictures of Paris, uh-huh. took a tiny plane over to Greece, left it in the thing. And it was the puddle jumper from Athens to Paros or something where mm-hmm. we we went to islands. Mm-hmm. And so we had this beautiful trip to Greece where.
0: But so and then how did you feel when you realized the camera was in the plane? Did you cry?
1: No, I'm sure I got I got a fever, I mean, you know, like uh-huh. body fever,
0: broke a sweat, has
1: uh-huh. like Jazz. And then
0: I let it go.
1: I let it go. Uh-huh. I think I was like, there's no way in Greece you're going to get your phone back. You could feel that things were... That it was (laughs) chaos. Right, right. Like, we were getting off on the tarmac with chickens and stuff. You know, it wasn't... It was Uh an island. Right. And... Where um, were you in Greece? We went to a place called Paros and then took Uh a boat to an even smaller island called Antiparos. And we stayed in this beautiful... It was off-season. We stayed in this, like, incredible, like, you know, concrete Greece thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody (laughs) was there. Incredible concrete grease thing. You
1: know, stone, you know, comfort, what is that called? Smushed mud. Covered in white Adobe, tea. Adobe. <laughs> adobe. There's <laughs> no basement it's in it's the adobe. <laughs> <laughs> adobe. Isn't that what? <laughs> it's Adobe. <laughs> it
0: was Greek Adobe. And- Greek in so, an
1: Adobe
0: Fortress Adobe.
1: On Antiparos. Yes, and nobody was there. Uh, Literally uh, just like stray dogs running about. Oh. And what that was where Brett was driving us home one night from the t- village town where we're... Eating. I love how
0: you're telling this story as if I've heard it before because it's very old-timey to be like, and that was where, yeah. you know, as if... Well, as other, all these, I'm...
1: like, strange catchphrases uh-huh. that have, like, stayed uh-huh. in my life uh-huh. came from that period of my life. Not... Uh,
0: all, okay, Yes, came from that period, for right, sure, because sure. not just this is this when we were... Right.
1: We were driving home from town one night... Brett was continually trying to order food as if he was Greek, because he had a Greek boyfriend at the time. Uh-huh. And he would be like, um, we would like the wild greens. Like, this is how you <laughs> can do it to <laughs> us. I have a feeling. That's absolutely. A, a wild greens. I was like, well, in English, just boiled
0: greens. Wait, um, he would like do an accent? Yeah. Just, just say it in English? Yes. Okay, correct. absolutely. That is absolutely what I do. So we the accent's always French.
1: driving down a very, you know, narrow, narrow road roads. one night. The narrowest roads in Greece—you <laughs> can't imagine. Drew, I mean, Brett and Laurel were driving smart cars in Greece mm-hmm. and like almost falling off cliffs because wow. huge potholes. It was so scary. And Josh and Drew were on a Vespa, so mm-hmm. that was that was all of us. We okay. couldn't even the three of us fit in a smart car. Me and Laurel <laughs> and Brett, so we had <laughs> to. <laughs> At any rate. Uh, so, we were driving home, and it was, like, just getting dark, and then suddenly the car, like, jerked to a stop, uh-huh. and we were all like, oh, my God, and Brett just calls out, oh, kitty, because <laughs> he almost <laughs> ran over a cat. <laughs> Wait.
0: Oh, uh, Kitty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how is that? How is Oh Kitty? But I catch we I've never heard you. It use went oh, on Kitty. for years, Oh Kitty, and then it, it 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 fell off. You know, but when would it come up? Like, in, would you ever like yell it? Well, us? I told it to my friend Veronica when it happened, and she couldn't believe it. She like laugh cried for years, <laughs> yeah. and then every time anything would happen, she'd be like, Oh Kitty,
0: <laughs> Oh Kitty. It also really sounds like okay in a way, so it does sort of have a like. Next time I next time I go for okay I'll go (laughs) for kitty.
1: Okay, that mm -hmm. was the trip where Drew and Laurel were singing that Shakira song, but I did not. I had never heard it. (laughs) that one. Well, yes, that one. I had never (laughs) heard. Don't lie. Exactly. (laughs) I'd never heard the song, but they were constantly Mm -hmm. like, "Baby, when you talk like that, you make women go mad." (laughs) And I was like, "I love this song. (laughs) Never heard it. You still haven't heard. I have heard it now."
0: Um, uh, remember when Shakira was in that animals movie? It's like the Mm-mm. zoo gone
1: wild. Yes, and yes, zoo gone yes, wild. yes, yes, yes. Um, and she's that like That was the a main... good movie. She it was a llama. Was.
0: It was a good movie. Yeah. Utopia.
1: Yes. She plays a bad dog in it. Bad guy pig or. I think she's like the mayor maybe. No, an she. Evil sheep. Exactly. Evil sheep. She's an evil Thank sheep. You. <laughs> yeah. a Bad guy dog. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was good. Yeah, it was good. And, and remember... that Ginny. Ginny. Roundface played the main rabbit. Oh yeah, who I met years and From years ago. From that Mormon
0: show. Yes, and even before that, <laughs> like, being a, very like vague. a hit TV show.
1: What is her name?
0: I Ginny. I couldn't do it if you had a gun to my head. Biron? Biron. No, no, no,
1: that's incorrect.
0: Just Ginny Biren. No,
1: it's more- Who's that? It's more normal than that.
0: So I did this play called Dead End. <laughs>
1: Uh, who's that by? Sydney Kingsley. Okay.
0: And it um, was directed by Nikki Martin. She's dead now. But, she um, is a man. It was, yes. Nikki Martin was an old theater queen, had so many incredible stories um, that she told me. I remember Nikki Martin once, we, when we were doing Dead End the second time, at the Huntington, which is where I did it with Ginny. She was in the... <laughs> Your coffee, almost. Ginny. Ginny. Yeah, I love her. I love mean, her. And um it's about not in 1930s something in New York, I breeze these dead end kids. She was in with all of the the kind of chorus. I remember being at a party with her one night and I was like, so what are you gonna do after college? And I she literally was like, I'm gonna be famous. And I was like, wow, okay, well acting's really Jeremy's hard. Looking it up. And whatever. And next thing I know, she was on that hit TV show, and then in Big Love, and then on that other TV show about Jennifer Goodwin. I love her. Jenny. <laughs> her name? Is Jenny? It says right there. Jennifer Goodwin. It says, yeah. Remember she,
1: Matt Goodwin?
0: Oh yeah. Hi, Matt Goodwin. Um, uh-huh. wait. So, and then you know who
1: else was in that play with me? Let me think about this for a second. What year? Nine. This is a person I know. It was either 99 or this is 2000. This is a person I know.
0: She's famous now. She's oh. She's very famous now. Catherine Hahn. Yep. Yeah. And I've told that story about us being backstage listening. We've I've told that story This so is the times.
1: crying story? Yeah. Where you we're, have to cry?
0: Well, we had to come running out on stage. I've told this but story. you laughing.
1: I? She's, yeah, you have. She is so famous now. She is. She has her own TV shows. Literally. She's on posters. Catherine, you
0: nailed it. We used to talk on the phone. Now, you know, I... Probably Did you so see much.
1: her big musical number on the Transparent finale thing?
0: It was incredible. Yeah. And, you know, so I didn't watch
1: Transparent.
0: <laughs> and I didn't see that show. It was just a show I didn't see. I, I it,
1: really feel you should watch it. There are I remember things Stuart that, that to me too. Um, Judith Light does throughout the entire arc of the show that mm. you're not going to believe. Because the first season you're going to be like, stop. Like, mm. stop, Judith Light. You can't be on TV like this. Mm and then it evolves in a way that you can't believe it.
0: I loved that final episode of Transparent so much. Full tears, wow. cried, no. cried. Everyone was so the way they ate that food. The, the way, way they, they sang, eat on that show. I performed. I've always found that brother, that actor sexy. One of the Duplasses.
1: Um, yes. What is his last?
0: Duplass brothers. Jane. Who knows anyhow. Um yeah, it was really really great show.
1: three actors as siblings really like our sibling.
0: Incredible. The way
1: they interact. The sister whose name I don't know. The oldest Uh, uh, sister Sarah. She's incredible. She's one of the greatest TV actresses I have ever seen. I agree with that. The most natural her emotions are just so available. Yeah. She was on some show you love now. Revenge or something like that.
0: I don't. Malice. What was it called? Was she in Revenge? Was she the therapist who gets put in the Box. We by have the a girl. fact checker today. I think she's the therapist who gets put in the box in the like a uh, uh, freight and one of those. What was those that the Glen Close?
1: Was that the Glenn Close?
0: No, Revenge was this incredible show.
1: What was the Glenn Close?
0: Uh, that is called Damages. <laughs> okay. And I loved both Revenge and Damages. I really. <laughs> there is a part in Revenge where her name is Stole something Stole. Who? St the the main evil woman in revenge. Okay. I can't do it. You know who it is. Okay. It's Stoll.
1: That's their last name? That's her last the name. Actress's last name. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, she goes up to this. Painting. I used to work for these people in Seattle, the stole. Ken Stoll was the director of P and B. I no, mean it's work not her. I was the trainee. It's not her.
0: It's not her. She goes up to a painting by couldn't do this either, and then she stabs a knife in it.
1: Is it a famous painting? Uh-huh. But it, it, you, it was, so it's,
0: oh, it's a de Kooning, but it, you realize it's just a fake de Kooning and it was hiding this thing in it.
1: Um, I love in movies when there's a painting behind a painting. Here revenge. we go. It's her. Wait.
0: Oh, she was in Revenge. So the actress who you love, who was the sister, was in Revenge. And what is her name? Uh, I don't know. Jeremy <laughs> hasn't figured that out yet. He just showed me a screen grab of her I in do Revenge. follow
1: her on Instagram. Her name
0: is... Amy Landecker, Amy we'd Lane love Decker. to have you on. And I believe she plays a therapist. She plays the therapist in Revenge. And the, you know, yeah, the girl puts her in a freight box. I saw...
1: Succession. I also
0: caught up on something. Succession. Great British. Midsummer.
1: Oh! I did it. Long time past.
0: I know. I love when I finally see a movie that everyone else saw and I that I literally heard nothing about. I met Ari Oster I the her, director. I met him, and I was like, "Great movie!" But I, I was like, he would just say he, about Hereditary. Right, I was right, like, right. "Great! He did such a great movie." And then I was able to walk away, but um, because I hadn't seen Midsummer yet, loved it. Loved it's it much more than. I mean, it's just, I, I loved it much more than Hereditary, which is, if anyone heard that episode, I felt mixed on. Um, I it felt so solid. The boyfriend was. Too camp for me. Too camp dum-dum. He really felt... Because the main girl's so really real? She is. Really real. real. So the next movie we have to watch, which we haven't seen yet, is Lady Macbeth. She's going to be in Little Women. Right. But her sort of breakout performance was in this film called Lady Macbeth, okay. which I kept meaning to watch. And it's a slow burn. And I She's a British, right? I believe so. Yeah.
1: She was... They really know how to make so them. So incredible so amazing i couldn't no 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 like her it's a little bit like when i saw peter pan last summer it was like there was it was like certain kinds of performances and other kinds of performances oh that's how you felt when you saw midsummer a little bit because she was really real uh uh-huh and i felt the swedish people were really real i was Uh like "Uh Uh uh-huh and then the the rest of the american people i was like what movie are you in huh a little bit well there was a thing of uh, I I
0: mean what? Are, were, there were so many. I wish I could remember her name. It her last name is Paul. Oh. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyhow, she was fantastic. Fantastic. I re, I did. I thought like, what if the boyfriend was someone who I felt anything for? What is true in both in both of those films is I oh, don't feel. Oh, Jeremy just gave me. He a, doesn't
1: like when I have snot.
0: Oh, when you were sniffling.
1: <sighs> Sorry, everybody. It is
0: it is really the thing that drives him nuts. Don't put that on the table. Put it in the trash, please. Okay. Florence Puh. Pugh, Pugh, Jack Raynor, <laughs> Jack Raynor, who I've never heard of, Will Poulter. It doesn't. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. No, who it, it does um, When the she sat on the couch <clears throat> in the boy's like apartment or whatever, mm-hmm. and, the, and they like didn't want her there, and the Swedish guy looked at her, I instantly knew the rest of the film, and Jeremy was like. If you do text it to me, I don't believe you. And I was like, okay. And I wrote it all down, and what I wrote was everything I said. I was like, wow. She'll be the maid queen. Do you want to? It's taking him too long to find the note. Um, I couldn't. I was like, she'll be the maid queen. She will have to choose someone to sacrifice, and will choose her boyfriend. Um, All the other boys are gonna die. This is the note I sent. (laughs) Um, And he has, and the Swedish guy has just ref, ref. like, I understand it because he says his parents are dead, and I believe that they die, too, because of whatever this thing is he's part of. And it was because he kept showing her these images, and all the images, at least, that I, that I scanned from his phone were women. And I was like, oh, there will be this very, it's actually, it's going to go in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was right. I still loved it. S- and <clears throat> Truly
1: tremendously beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beyond. None of the vi
0: the other thing that I appreciate about in both Hereditary and this film is the violence really doesn't
1: bother me. I don't feel like, ugh. No, I was bothered in Hereditary, but uh, I wasn't bothered in Midsommar. Even when like, well, it was horrible when the old people fell from the rock and then they had to I, smash the one's head with the hammer. Uh, well, as soon as you got to that scene and
0: there was the guy with a mallet, I was like, oh, he has that mallet in case someone jumps and they don't die, die. right away. I knew, I knew, I was like, that's the only reason you have a big mallet like that. Terrible. Um, I laughed. I, the other thing I love about these, both of these movies is the comedy. Uh The insertion of comedy in them is so funny. And so I laughed so hard throughout Midsummer. I thought it was so, I really continually laughed. What about the, um, did you relate to, uh, I want you to want me when the dust got blown in the face of Jack Rayner, He turned around Jack Rayner. Is that the the boyfriend? boyfriend?
1: It's your moment with Barton. That's right. Yeah. I, I really couldn't deal with the dum-dum guy in the movie. I thought he kind of... He, Her boyfriend? No, no, no. He, he's a dum-dum, too. But the the real, evil. The, the guy real, with the eyebrows. No, no. The real dum-dum guy. Yeah, he has eyebrows. You're right. Yeah.
0: The, who has, like, the kind of, like, Jack Nicholson. The one who...
1: Eyebrows. I think he peed on the rock or whatever. He pees on the ancestral tree. Right. Uh-huh. He was bothersome. I was like, too much comedy. Well, what I was kind of
0: curious about is, um, placing it out here that for... for uh, Ari Astor's next film. I want to help with the casting of the men. Oh yeah, because I fe- it was the way I felt about Hereditary too. I was like, yes to these women. I'm not buying. The
1: oh really? I thought the son male. was very good in Hereditary. I just didn't. You didn't believe
0: it. I I I could tell he really believed it. I just wasn't. <laughs> I just was like, mm. it. I don't know. I, was, I thought
1: the Swedish guy was great.
0: Yes. Yeah. The Swedish guy was great. Yeah. All um, the Swedes were all great. All the Swedes Tremendous. were great. I loved that older guy who claps in the face of the boy of the boyfriend and goes, what's happening to me? And the guy just claps in his face and then turns back. It reminded me of you.
1: I don't remember that.
0: They're sitting at a table. They've taken the tea. She's the May Queen. She's sitting at the top of the table. Everything's moving. I love when she would look at... <laughs> she'd bring her hands up and the leaves would sort of wrap by her hands oh, and then go back beautiful. down. And she just like places her hands back down and kind of looks Whoever to the side. Whoever
1: designed the floral arrangements in that movie for those <clears throat> crowns and stuff, bravo, brava. Her walking around
0: in that giant, like, tent of, of flowers. flowers at the end, just moaning and all crying. All those
1: strange structures on that property. It was in- tremendous.
0: Incredible. What about all of the detailed painting work inside of the...
1: That? Well, I also felt like, what a, like, simple way to make a movie. Just, like... You know, rent out a plot on of land and then just build these simple buildings and go to town. I heard it was actually torturous filming that movie. I, <laughs> I I
0: I I really in watching it was like this looks. So, I, I think it also looked really hard for me was I was like it's a lot of being outside in the sunlight. So like no. I was like that is
1: sunscreen station, please. Marcus. I mean,
0: honey, honey. I love the part when they go down and then they walk by the bear in the cage and haven't commented on it. That mm-hmm. made me laugh. But the inside painting, all of that sort of like, all of that painting in the in the main structure where all of the eighteen to thirty six year olds. Slap! Mm-hmm. I was like, this is insane. Or when he goes into that weird room to talk about if he's going to have sex mm-hmm. with a girl, and it's all black and white, small painting. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoever did this, right, Queens, congratulations! Labor of love she she thrown came, in the trash. Congratulations. Sure. So I left straight
1: after it. filming, right in a dumpster.
0: Had to be. Had to
1: be. <laughs> Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Um... Uh, and and you loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I had the be- it was hard for me at the beginning. I was like, these actors are torture to me, except for the woman. Except for her. Right. And then. Well, here's an interesting thing. It was one of those movies where I sat down and I was asleep before the previews were over. Oh, man. And I slept through the, the opening scene. Oh, you missed The Parents?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's such a bummer.
1: That's and so then Stuart sort of told ab- me about it later. creepy.
0: I think that's sort of the creepiest part of the film. Because I
1: woke up five minutes in and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and he was like, I was like, oh, like why? why is she so sad?
0: Agreed. <laughs> 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 That is <laughs> so sad. That is literally <laughs> that is that is absolutely you. absolutely for sure that's a,
1: But I that it, was, is really, it was um I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. I, it was a while ago. I wish
0: you would have seen the be- the beginning is really incredible of when it shows cuz when the firemen come in and they've like follow these tubes that have gone mm. from the exhaust and like one's going to the parents room and then it pans to like her sister's room and she's duct taped the tube to her mouth one eye is like bulged and oh, like God. white and then there's just vomit through oh. the duct tape all down and it just goes over her and then out the window into the snow like it'll do on the plane I loved those I was really here for it I missed it I was really here for
1: it um, he has a sick sick mind Ari asked her. Um, I don't know what a way to kill your parents you know I don't know it seems. I it seems
0: like in the media. I feel like I I found it. Um, I, I really I enjoyed it. I loved the everyone like moaning and like kind of improvising at the end when the guys are burning in the building, mm-hmm. and it made that's sort of what I wanted more from the end of Suspiria in a way mm-hmm. was something kind of more unleashed than uh-huh. choreographic.
1: I did definitely. F- I got swept up in the catharsis of the end of that movie, Midsommar. I was like,
0: yay. What about when she was dancing around the maypole and she starts speaking Swedish?
1: Amazing. Did you love it?
0: Tremendous. I I really, and she's laughing I while doing laughing it. I was
1: laughing during the maypole when she oh. starts to get a little distant. Well, and also when the sometime. girls would like hit each
0: other and collapse. I loved and that. And then we would jump up laughing. Didn't it make you want a maypole?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I also thought while watching
0: it. There I, was a whole. I felt like you would want to live with, in this community.
1: Because it's like Yeah I'd keep myself busy Yeah I feel like they do crafts Uh, And at 72 you're gone I don't love that part where you jump off a rock (laughs) You don't? That's terrifying But I feel like when you've spent your whole life Knowing it's going to happen You know you've psychologically prepared
0: They didn't seem too prepared They seemed sad They seemed pretty like This is a lot I also felt like she, I was like, she's not 72. And then later there was a woman who I was like, she's 72. Oh, right. I was, I was, I was like, like, how
1: come she's not dead?
0: I was like, wait a second.
1: And then I was like, this doesn't. We didn't get a lot of information about the crazy face guy. Although we do know that he was produced he was a, inbreeding
0: he was, he was a product of inbreeding, and he is their n- next oracle for their books that okay. they li- that they live their and lives he's, by. He's
1: drawing pictures in the books,
0: and it's always uh, that they're always the people who choose what happens, right? But in a way, because they're hard, pure. right? But they, but also he's drawing, and then they're deciphering what those drawings mean. So it's right, this right, sort right. of, you know. It's right who's, It's the who's, who's to say Did you love The dead people puppets At the end Where they've been skinned And like stuck with like
1: Yeah that was nice Branches That seems whatever. like Something my aunt Gail would do Yeah She'd really be like <laughs> hmm, I'm gonna turn them Into beautiful things yeah. Just their skins Yeah So, Hello, I, you. I did like, not know what I
0: we're talking about. I love you it's like, like, I didn't even know we're who you were. We're doing an advertisement
1: for oh, epi- us episode 11. What episode 11 <laughs> of the Dance and Stuff show? I'm
0: literally Princess Alice now, which is oh,
1: the show, the TV show, our TV
0: show on YouTube with Colas Gola, Aaron, Aaron Markey, me, and Reed. And you should tune in because what we're talking about on it is gratitude. And what you find the out is
1: gratitude. Aaron and I
0: can't recall any and so are spoon fed by our two Sagittariuses, Cole and Reed. You're welcome. Um, so enjoy it. It's uh we love these queens and are so honored. Rate,
1: view, subscribe, YouTube Dance and stuff show. I saw another movie too. Okay. Did you what did you finish Succession? Was so that I one? never watched that. Okay. That that's was for Jeremy. me. That's for Jeremy and I. Yeah. it's a very satisfying end, must say okay. must okay. say
0: well, and I'll people have told me to watch it. There was something about like the pan ins that they'll do where they'll punch in on someone with a camera that makes me laugh because it feels it's like very strange. A soap.
1: I feel like they also let go of it as the season went on because they uh, were like, oh, that's stupid. okay. also it's not a it's it's overstating to say that I watched it because it was a it was a background.
0: It was on while you were sewing.
1: It was on while I was doing any number of things at home. Okay. I don't sew at home anymore, but...
0: I mean, it's very, like, Jeremy as well can have a show on and do, like, a, a <clears> bunch <throat> of things. Yes. I feel this need to kind of really watch Watch. I used show. it as a radio play, more so. What was the other... Let's go to the movie. I saw Judy.
1: <gasps> Here we go. You saw so it. So did I. Okay, interesting. I saw it. I, I saw it saw with it. Stuart. And again, I had a nap at the beginning. I think that's Okay.
0: I didn't love the beginning. I, well, here's the thing. I didn't love a lot of the production, and I'm here for Renee.
1: I felt it precise.
0: I am really here for Renee Zellweger. I thought she did a phenomenal job with an incredibly difficult, like, almost how do you do it when, right. it's, the, when it's, like, a god.
1: And it took me a while to settle into it, I was like, no, and immediately she started talking and like trying to be Judy. I was like, incorrect, absolutely no. Way. And then by the end of the movie, when I'd settled into it being Renee Zellweger, I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, we, we also have to really
0: settle into that, like, it's it, she's you can't reproduce this icon, they're sort they, of
1: they shouldn't have done any flashbacks.
0: That was the main thing. I was like, wow. "So, and if you haven't movie seen the movie yet, the we're, week, we're getting right. it, We're getting into we're getting into spoilers." Um, when they did the, f- everything could have been done by her age right then. Yeah, by like her not eating, by her interactions with people who have a quote unquote position of power. Mm-hmm. Um, it all, uh, everything could have been told, and we would have seen. I mean, the movie is about child abuse, eating disorders, and addiction Mm -hmm. and how child abuse manifested that for her. And I, you know
1: what? I cried a lot. Wow. I
0: cried a lot.
1: I found myself at the end, like getting, like welling up and being surprised. I was like, but I don't like
0: this. Oh, when the audience
1: stood up? Hmm, I don't remember. To sing with her maybe, when they sang over the rainbow with her. yeah, maybe. I mean, that. an
0: incredibly moving moment, which didn't happen. You know what did happen? No. Bread rolls thrown at her and glass. Wow. People threw, like, glasses. But did that rolls. thing
1: happen where she interrupted the other guy's show after she'd already been fired?
0: I don't know about that and my guess is no because it no one stood up and sang along
1: with her. I also found that like gay couple plot manipulative. I was like why are we doing yes. that? Yeah.
0: Well, they were like <clears throat> we want to let you know that she cared about gay people and the thing I did so I found it manipulative but I did love the idea of her being so lonely and having no one that she would go and hang out with fans. Yeah. And they would be friends. Yeah. For that time. And I, cause I cried in that. I cried and she was like, do you, have, you know anywhere to go eat? Uh huh. I really was like, <laughs> lost Jack it. Jack
1: was like, me too. I fully, fully... I'm also a lonely star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: It's a real, I mean, <clears throat> well it's It is such a movie of what, uh, of the levels. I mean, can you imagine at that level of being an entertainer? I mean, as someone who, I think, if if you were a child actor and then you continued on to perform into your adult life, Mm -hmm. those things, you're haunted by those things and haunted by these ideas of wanting to take care of an audience, Mm -hmm. wanting to take care
1: of people. There's a thing nowadays in these biopics where people are musicians of the olden times, where they, rather than lip sync to the real singer, they sing the songs. She did it. Renee sang it. They're all doing that these days, where they're like,
0: I'll do it. Is that what the Queen did from um, Freddie Mercury?
1: I think that was like a digital kind of like... Manipulation. Right. I think they were Uh, like, you're going to sing it, but then we're going to amp it up, because like, obviously... Well, and Renee frequently sang it live on the stage. She did. I was like, that's singing. Yeah. It's not Judy. But like, Judy wasn't singing really, really well at that point. I know, but also, like,
0: that voice is, I Um, mean, it's so distinct.
1: That's what was hard. That's what was hard. But she did a
0: very admirable job. I thought she did a fantastic job, and um, she should definitely be nominated. She will. I mean, um, how could she be? Politics. And Renee, we'd love to have you on.
1: Come on, come on. But the stuff with her kids was heartbreaking in the telephone booth. and Absolutely. The stuff where at the end where they put up that thing where it's like she died when she was... Forty-seven. You're like, oh my. God. I mean, I knew that. I didn't know that.
0: Oh, I did.
1: Yeah. Uh, but also, like the way that those titles came up at the end of the movie, sort with of like glittering. glitter. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was. It was like it was as if to say, like, my little ponies are fun and beautiful, but it was like she died. It was. <laughs> I. I was really like with the flashbacks, also because
0: the me and my shadows, the the Lorna left. Um, biopic about Judy Garland, Lauren with her daughter, and she wrote this book mm. and then it was turned into this mini-series uh, that Judy Davis mm. would do. And I saw that years and years ago and cried and cried. And
1: How would you compare Judy Davis to Renee Zellweger? Judy Davis, to me, doesn't have the same kind of bone structure and Renee Zellweger did sort of capture the like frailness of it Judy, all. Judy,
0: there... Well, also, Judy Davis is just sort of... I find her to be a more sort of fierce, yeah, like uh, intense presence, mm-hmm. and also has like in just a very different career than I think. I feel like Renee Zellweger must have brought some of her own kind of feelings about career into the into the work. How hunched she was, and how far her head was forward, mm. was so Judy Garland mm. and, uh, towards the end. Um, And I don't... I mean, the Judy Davis one, it's all... My point being, they both look like made-for-TV. Absolutely. It was a Hallmark movie. I really (laughs) felt like this movie looks Mm made-for-TV, and I feel a little bummed about that.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Um, Because Renee Zellweger's performance was so great, and I find this material so moving... Um, and I just, the production didn't get it through. You know who I was obsessed with was, was, oh, I I mean, well, we love Finn, but I was Finn you know, beautiful, charming. Um, but I was obsessed with the girl who is the doctor and the makeup person. She's not quite a big part. She comes with the handler to Judy Garland's uh, hotel when Judy has to go on that night for the first night, Uh and she's been up all, like, night Uh into the next night, and she... Did she give her a shot? Um, no. She's like, stick out your tongue, and then she goes, no spots, no fever, she's fine. Uh Uh-huh. And then she starts putting on, like, lipstick on her, and uh, Judy goes, are you a nurse or a (laughs) makeup person or what? (laughs) <laughs> and uh, she says something to, to the effect of, sure, you uh, know? Whatever you want. Yeah, and I laughed so hard. And I really thought that that actress is a friend of Heather Langs, I've met.
1: Oh. But I don't think so. I really liked the actress who played the, like, handler. Yeah. Yeah. She's from Chernobyl. She was great. She played the wife of the firefighter guy oh. who, like, really melts. Oh, right. But she has She that. did a great job. She's an excellent She's a yeah. very feeling actress.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it also like did a great job at being like a restrained British person. Yes. I mean But no, she loved Judy. Yes. How could you not? We they all, all They all loved her. The I really cried at the cake at the end when she like when had she that ate slice a bite of, of cake, cake and she and couldn't she, believe it. Well, she turned it around a bit. I like was crying. She was oh.
1: handling it as if she'd never seen cake. She was like, what? And then yeah. she put it in her mouth and she was like, crazy. This is delicious.
0: Yeah. I really, be relatable for if you struggle with eating anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, full tears, full crying. And then <laughs> she <laughs> took the bite and then she said, you know, maybe I was just hungry. I was like, sobbing. The whole time. <laughs> I, it was really, I, there, was a, there were a
1: lot of moments. And I did cry with a gay couple. I said that already. And I also. Those soupy eggs made me sick. Uh, that really that when really made me you put, when you me put cream in the eggs? You can put cream in eggs. That made no sense. Yeah, you can. But, I mean, maybe they put way too much, because I was like, those should be coming together by now. But <laughs> And then it was baby vomit in that pan. And it was like, really Absolutely was. Absolutely not. It really
0: was. So we did it. We saw it. We, we saw, saw Judy. It, I was, it was the so flashbacks. Okay. were And that was true about, because um, I was reading, like, that was true, it wasn't. Um, Judy Garland said that Louis B. Muir would, uh, like, physically grope her a lot and as uh-huh. she got older she finally told him to stop it but he would put his hand over her breast and say you sing from here uh-huh. and uh and she wrote in something you know I was glad I didn't sing from another part of my anatomy
1: oh right it's, did, did did she really jump in that pool during her staged birthday party I don't know
0: that i don't know i don't i, I did don't like that, that was, I, I love the
1: cut to it being like an aquarium tank as if uh, right. i was like i'm sure they made it in glass as if <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it that reminded really... me of that
1: movie the prestige did you see that yes that's about the two battling magicians it was a christopher nolan movie early on uh, with christian bale and hugh jackman one mm-hmm. of my least favorite rights oh i like hugh jackman really yeah, he's
0: you know he's the He's a queen. I I always, appreciate, I always appreciate watching a, a queen do straight drag.
1: Yeah, I did like him as Wolverine. Ah, sexy. What I do you not like it? him in? Oh, I find him tedious in anything else. But what else has he been in? Hard to say.
0: So there you go. The Prestige. Yeah, and he was in Boy From Oz on The Great White Way. Yeah?
1: Yeah. He was in some movie with um, Ashley Judd, which is a rom-com. And he has his shirt off a lot before he got... Hugh Jackman. Mm. You know I the number you know what I've seen Hugh Jackman in the most
0: introducing Bernadette Peters and Gypsy on the 19 whatever oh, Tony Awards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of the Just 2003 to <laughs> intro Tony Awards. The number of times I have watched Bernadette Peters singing doing Rose's turn on YouTube oh. and like seeing Hugh Jackman being like A woman enters in the back of the start. I can't do it. Do you
1: remember the premise of The Prestige? It's kind of amazing. It's two battling magicians, isn't it? But one of them develops a technology by which he can kind of duplicate himself via, like, electricity or something. Like a hologram? No, a real person, but he has to kill that person every day. And it's part of his magic act that, like... He becomes himself, but has to die every day during the... uh, drowns every single day. When did this movie come out? Early 2000s, I'm going to say. Because I feel like I saw it, but I feel like I saw it in this way. And Christian Bale is an actual identical twin in the movie and never lets anyone in on the secret. And Hugh Jackman is furious that, like, why don't I know how he's doing these magic tricks? But Hugh Jackman has... Hugh Jackman develops a scary technology uh-huh. that like kills his soul by like making himself every day and then murdering himself every day. How does it kill his soul? Because he's murdering himself every day. Oh, he feels bad about it? Well, something goes wrong psychologically. Oh, okay. You know? okay. Anyways, yeah. watch
0: that movie. It's pretty good. If you could duplicate yourself, what would you do with yourself? Mm, shows. <laughs> <laughs> Would you duplicate yourself again? Or would you just have it just be two of you? If you could
1: make... Just two. How much... So you would stop at two. If you made one more, that'd so. be enough. And I wouldn't want to kill myself, no. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure when I, like, saw and hurt myself for a minute, I'd be like, oh, I wish you were dead. <laughs> but, um, no... I think in the long run I'd be like, let's figure this out. You know, let's like figure out how to like have a life. And
0: And it's good, isn't it? Grand, isn't I'd be like, it? Swell, isn't it? You, you can
1: substitute that? teach for me, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Maybe we can do a abstraction of the parent trap. Mm.
0: Something like that. Would you let anyone in on that? You have, well, yeah. Yeah. You'd let people in on that.
1: You had this double. Of course. Or would it you would be like, an article in the times. Like, uh-huh. come see this play. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Tea for two. There is a new Paul Rudd show on Netflix about how he has another one of himself who is like the happier version of him. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like post antidepressants.
1: Oh, I
0: know. There was something that I had on, uh, that I thought about for midsummer that I, I wished for. Mm. In the beginning, it shows that she is taking Adivan mm-hmm. which is Xanax. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my kind of dream about like when you introduce a psychotropic is that what I would hope was that when she got over to Sweden, somehow like her meds were gone at some point, mm. so that I'd have this other thing of being like, "Are her? Is this like just a? Is this like a meds thing? Is she just coming off yeah. meds?" Yeah, yeah. I'd wish that that would have been because clearly she came from this family that had some sort of thing. So that was just my other...
1: mental problem. It was
0: it was like the punch in on like out of it. However, supposedly there is a director's cut of this movie that's much longer. Oh. and I'd watch it. All right, I'm here for it.
1: I would come and nap through it with you.
0: I'm here I'm here for Oh, you need to see the beginning.
1: Oh yeah, I would see the yeah, beginning. You need to see you need to see the beginning. Um, wait, what are you gonna Oh do you know that in the past whatever, it's been months now, feels like, of seeing a show basically every day, but I literally went to a show every day for a week. Wow. Without without pause. Wow. And that was hard. But also I saw some good things. Mm. I saw some medium things. Mm-hmm. And I saw some bad things, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing, nothing hor- horrific, mm-hmm. nothing horrific, um, but I'll do some highlights.
0: Great. I'll do some highlights. Highlights
1: of my week, the dance world, the right. dance world. Right. I saw Weekend the Forsyth show Ah, with St. Like Peter and her son, Dad. Uh, wh- how did I like it? I liked it. I was challenged by it. Uh-huh. And it was in two sections, the first half almost completely in silence with, like, some nature sounds and stuff. And I found that section choreographically very busy, like, too much articulate tension mm. and so many... It felt unmetered and sort of unstructured in a way that I had struggled with. But I talked to Zach Winokur at the intermission, and he was like... I he helped me a little bit because he was like, I really like sf- heard the music through the dancing. I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't try to do that, <laughs> um, which may have helped. And then the second half was, had the parameters of these Rameau songs. And that was really like freed up the choreography spatially and time-wise and was beautiful. I mean, Forsyth made these incredible little trios and duets and solos and stuff. It was Riley was unbelievable. Of course. He's unbelievable. So amazing. I really, really, I really I could really sure have seen His it. His body, he just so in there. Yeah. Ugh. He's, he's a star. And I liked the outfits with the gloves and the mm. socked sneakers. Oh. I thought it was very nice looking. Socked sneakers? Yeah, they had colored socks over soft sneakers. Oh. Which looked like, you know, colorful hooves. It was oh. nice. And then there was the way that the shed was set up. It's this room that is so gargantuan. I'm sure you could do anything with it, but they, they set up these enormous bleachers. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like Nyla times six mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it looked as if you were almost looking at a diorama of like, um, like a stage, like one of those things that they test out sets in mm-hmm. like a model of a set, but it was real because mm-hmm. it was situated in such a vast space that it was like looking at, a, a, a doll thing. It was mm. amazing. And it was lit so beautifully. Anyways, that, that's, that was foresight. Then I, I were, really,
0: I was bummed. I didn't get to see I'm it, but sorry. I was really bummed that Jeremy didn't get to see it. Cause I feel like Jeremy would have loved it.
1: I don't know. I don't huh? know. I don't know. Honestly, okay. it could it could have gone either way. Interesting. I saw uh, the Wendy Whalen show at the Joyce. She is a national treasure. Mm. We she love. I love watching her like move into another phase of her body. I hope she does a show every other year for like the rest of her life. I just want to see what happens. Incredible. She's imminently watchable. You can't take your eyes off her. Right. I saw um the oh Houston Ballet at that You love That was the highlight of my week. You I left. have to say. I saw Houston Ballet at City Center and they Stanton Welsh who I had a contentious relationship with as a young person when he was associate director of Ballet Met, programmed what was like one of the most brilliant programs for a ballet company to do at City Center in terms of scale, in terms of the purport, like the length of the dances, et cetera. It started off with a lovely Mark Morris dance to Hide in music that had like moments of brilliance. It had an entire movement, which was a maypole dance, speaking of maypole dances, but without a maypole. And then there was a section which was a sextet with interstitial material by other dancers, but in a canon. And it was like so geniusly executed. It knocked my socks off. I was really like, wow. And the costumes by Miley Okamura were heaven. Heaven! Is this a a new Morris piece? It's maybe four years Uh old. And this was, we haven't seen it in New York. Right. And so it was such a pleasure. And then they did an Azure Barton dance, and I was skeptical because I was like, this is a dance that was made for Baryshnikov, and it has this, like, very saccharine music by this composer I don't know much about, named, like, Vladimir Martinov, who's a contemporary composer. But it sounds like as if a movie or a TV show person was like, we need you to compose the music that sounds like Tchaikovsky, right? Like, really, really romantic. Mm -hmm. But what happens in the music is it starts and you're like, Ugh. and then it gets to a part where like it starts to, there's a glockenspiel spiel and a wood block. That's just start to go like Tock, talk, 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 mm-hmm. talk, talk. And then it ends. And then it starts again. Six times. Ugh. <laughs> and you're like, and it, it's a violin concerto and it changes a little bit uh-huh, each time, uh-huh. but it's the same uh-huh. structurally. I'm into this. And the dance was like, Um, it was both like structurally rigorous and minimal, and it was all men in these like black long John Henley things. Mm -hmm. And it was actually really beautiful. And there's a part with chairs, which I know like that's hard, but like it was skillfully done. And I, I really liked it. Like almost like a tear fell from my eye at the end. And Connor Walsh is a principal in that company. He is maybe the greatest male dancer in America. Wow. He's really, I mean, the men in that company, across the board, tremendous, Harper, Oliver, et cetera, amazing dancers. And Connor Walsh is something special because he is so grounded, but he is also, he's like so supple. Mm. He has these unusual proportions, very long legs on like. Sort of like how I have, like, this boxy thing that scratches Red. on my pelvis. You mean, your ribs. Pelvis. Yeah. <laughs> my rib cage is, like, big and my legs are long. He's like that, but, like, more... Everything's so rounded. Mm. It's so beautiful. Anyway, I obsessed. And... Um, I'd love to on.
0: I'm also... I'm here for wow. Azure, so we should have her on, too.
1: Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Um, and then the third dance was... Oh, a Justin Peck with another original Sufjan score and it was very, it was a quieter dance and the costumes were beautiful and the lighting was beautiful. It was, it was not unexpected. It was very much in line with this like set of Sufjan Justin dances he's Mm -hmm. made. Um, But a good strong dance. So like to have a ballet company come to New York and do a set of like all good things was like, wow. And that Stanton Welsh didn't even put one of his own dances on the program. I was like, Wow, Right. it was like, oh, you like read the reviews, like you know what the New York people want. Mm. I was like, thank you. Mm. That was good. Uh, I saw. I think that oh, I saw the new ABTs, and I think that Gemma and James made like really admirable, and like strong efforts at, though not uh, not perfect. But, like, both of them showed a lot of who they are inside of these dances and, like, chose good music. And James, like, I think you may be trying to show that he, like, has a lot of skill in making ballet dancing. Mm-hmm. But there was also shades of camp, which mm-hmm. was important. And I hope that in the future that gets pushed further mm-hmm. because we, like, that is where James is such a master. Mm. He, like, so masterfully brings, like, comedy and camp into his content.
0: I, again, was bummed that I missed that. I called him from upstate to be like, hey, Queen. And we uh, we talked, and he sounded really excited about the pieces. He sounded like it on Wednesday. I spoke to him right before the show, then right after on Wednesday, and it was really exciting
1: mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. And Gemma's was just, like, an abundance of excellent material, though, like, probably too much. Hmm. So I think I think she was like, I got to get it all out. You know, because, like, maybe this will never happen again.
0: Gemma, you are hopefully going to have a long career. Another yeah. person we really need to have on the pod. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, like, it's, it's I love her deeply. Her.
1: Yeah. So I saw that. I saw, oh, kind of the best show I went to this week. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> it was a book signing. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe it. <laughs> and um, it was Mark so we- Morris's book signing at the Mark Morris Dance Center. I mean,
0: this, right, for you. This show is for you because you love I her so went much. went with
1: Pam Tanowitz, uh-huh. and it was a seated show. We were on the risers in the Mark Morris main studio, uh-huh. and it was set up like a performance with a curtain. Uh-huh. And every time someone was introduced there was interstitial music played Mm -hmm. by a jazz pianist Mm -hmm. and then Mark and his co-writer had a conversation during which they sang and harmonized with one another apropos of literally nothing. Mark said some of the most unbelievable things during this thing. How do you bring them out? At one point the writer was like, um, so we discussed how, you know, you don't notate your dances, but the score is the notation of the dances. And I, and I wanted you to comment on that. And Mark was like, well, I wouldn't say it's so like black and white as that, that sounds so phony. And he was like, and I have like this, sensitive bullshit meter and he was like and to say that is just a and this was the verbatim he goes it's just a bunch of phony baloney fake ass bullshit (laughs) (laughs) and then he goes it's as if to say when people say that you know Michelangelo like found the statue of David in one piece of Carrera marble as if if he didn't like plan it as Mm -hmm. if it just like appeared and that was his example right Um, And that's how he said Carrera.
0: Yeah. Carrera.
1: And then, um, during the Q and a people started asking questions and this old man raised his hand somewhere in the middle of the thing and was like, Oh, I just have so many questions I can't even pick. And then before he could finish his thought, Mark Morris says one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah the mark morris dance company did a, a, a short dance which was lovely six of the dancers and then after the end of it mark was like closing down the show and he was just saying bye bye blackbird and while he was singing in the middle he's like okay now you're gonna sing with me and like kind of nobody really did he was like i mean it and then the audience literally started singing the song with him. It was incredible. It was an amazing show. And I did on I think he's considering coming on the pod. I was considering it. Yes. We talked after he was like, and I know about your blog thing and we'll 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 discuss. He called it a blog. Yeah, he huh They don't know. Yeah, yeah. They don't know. <laughs> but he did um in I went up to him in the book signing with Pam and he introduced me to his co-writer, and he's he said he called me, um, he said, he's a genius dancer and a genius designer. <gasps> wow. Uh, I said, I'm l- coming from a real genius. I love that. Isn't that nice? You are a genius dancer and a genius designer. I'm okay. Well, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, just. I, some people like and some people don't. <laughs> I mean, same for Mark like. Morris, Queen. Um, Sorry. Absolutely. Because I don't know what to tell you. One of my uh, good, good. Friends One of my good, good, good good good, friends, good, 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 friends who saw the Mark Morris dance at Houston Valley uh-huh. afterwards was like, uh-huh. did not like it. And I was like, okay, that's art for you.
0: I mean, look, art is subjective and people come in from their different, uh, viewpoints and ideas
1: Ideas.
0: um, you know, it's, uh, that's it.
1: That's it. Anyways, um, I saw some incredible
0: stuff. dances that I'm actually really? not going to talk about because- oh. I watch them on video, oh. and you can only watch them at the library. And oh,
1: Clark Tippett.
0: I mean, I love Clark Tippett. These were not. Oh, okay. No, no. I'm going to, this. Will, it'll be in the, I think it's, I think I, it, I found more of the heart of the presentation for This is So in the Future, in January, but I did. It's a lot. AIDS is, I can't, I can't. It's too.
1: AIDS is, I can't. And that's, that's a real truth, truth.
0: It's. I watched these dances that were so incredible that one of them made in um, eighty two. Mm-hmm. Um, watch, I was in at Dance Space Project watching. I was like, the number of times I've seen this dance, and I don't think the people who have made this dance know who this person is, right? And um, this is so painful;
1: uh, it's unbearable the lost generation
0: it is really it is really the lost and then you know we have like mark um terry neil uh bill
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah there you go not forsyth jones t jones
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I met. I met. <laughs> I mean, we I have meant, them both. I met. I mean, we we do have Forsyth, and you know, it's uh all right, 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 We also have Bill <gasps> Murray. Oh, um, our guest is here. Jeremy, will you get our guest? Oh my goodness! Because I guess we... the buzzer doesn't work. Oh no! Because did I it work have received I it? it. Did
1: yeah? Anyways, uh, do we love you right now? We, we love you. you.